Welcome to Into the Depths, a new podcast from Rockwell. In this series, we follow the Denmark CellGP team and the CellGP calendar as it moves around the world, and we meet interesting people from the world of sports, science, business, and the arts. Which brings me on to our guest today. <laughs> nice. Very happy to uh, welcome Alex Hu. That's that was very good. I've been practicing. That was very good. I've been good practicing the pronunciation. Uh, Danish actor, you may recognize him from uh, the series Vikings. Absolutely. Um, and Alex, it's it's great to have you here. But you almost didn't make it because you uh, had a bit of an <laughs> episode on the uh, Danish CLGP team boat today. Explain yeah. a bit more. Okay, so you say episode. That sounds like I did something I wasn't supposed to, and that's absolutely true. You know, <laughs> I I I was supposed to stay on the boat, and uh, you know I all, almost didn't. <laughs> so let's rewind a little bit. Yeah, so let's do that. You got a call. Uh, I don't know, maybe a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. With with an off a unique offer. Explain kind of a, a, how a it came about. A special prize just for me. Yeah. yeah. As a, a very unique offer to come and um, to be essentially a guest of the Sale GP event and uh, to. Um, because I'm 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 kind of established um, not just in Denmark but in in the in the global world, and uh, it would be a perfect match for me to come, learn some more about the sport, and uh, and also just with my photography um, hobby mm -hmm. that I have, uh, be able to take some great photos that I'm gonna do tomorrow, of of the amazing race and. Uh, you know, you know, combine those two things and create some great content. And uh, I, I was like, hell yeah, I would love to do that. <laughs> Sailing's huge in Denmark. Uh, did yeah. you grow up sailing? Have you have you done other types of sailing? Actually, not 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 that much. Okay. My grandpa, my old grandpa, he had a he had a boat, and I remember uh, very clearly being on that boat and um, experience experience experiencing 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 oh my god uh which is not a little bit of beer <laughs> no no experiencing um the being on water for the first time and um and i i remember i loved it and it was really there was a strong connection to that i'm from a small town in uh, the western part of sealand in denmark and uh, I, you know we have a harbor yeah but that's about my you know knowledge and a connection to to the water so i was completely green hitting the waters today so you're you arrive at the base uh, you have a quick look around the base you meet some of the sailors yeah um you see the boat first impressions of the boat it looks like a ferrari on water <laughs> and that's kind of also what it felt like being on it but just times 10 um it looks really, really aerodynamic, and that's because it is, fellas. And uh, that's what I've learned. It's it's like I saw one of the – right when I came, I saw one of the – I don't know if you call it wings, but it's carbon fiber, aluminum and carbon fiber, and it's so sharp, apparently, that they had to, you know, put on some safety for uh, the edge of it because somebody told me just – I'd been there for like 10 minutes, and <laughs> somebody told me, yeah, yeah a guy yesterday – uh, you know, destroyed his leg <laughs> on this thing. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, okay, cool. 
Okay. And that's on the boat that I'm going into. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Great. Great. So the entire day today and just seeing the boat and talking to people and, and the team and listening to their very, very serious and professional and focused uh, team talk and team meeting was like, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting into something now that's uh, way above my head. Like, and, uh, and I'm really excited about it. Also very scared, but I tried to uh, compress that and throw it away. And, uh, you know, it was the friendliest welcoming people in the world, that team. The Danish team is amazing. And uh, I felt very, um, yeah, welcome. And uh, that really helped uh, settle down and not being too scared about getting into the boat. Uh, Cause it is, it's a different ride. I cannot, we'll get into it, but um, that was an uh, extraordinary experience. So you, you jump on board the boat. Hmm. Be honest, how, how are you feeling? You're a bit nervous. I'm a bit nervous because everybody's telling me, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Are you getting, oh, this is your first time you've never said it before. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then they laugh and leave. And I'm like, what? Everyone was talking about how, uh, how good of a day it was. Yeah, you picked a good day. And that kind of meant uh, you're in for a treat. So you're on board. You're, you're behind uh, Nikolai, the driver yeah. of the boat. So, uh, you know, he's the guy on the wheel. Yeah, uh, super nice guy. Yeah. So cool, calm and collected. Yeah. He was like, he was like uh, super chatty up until we got into the boat. And then he just turned around, looked at me straight in the eye. And he was like, just so you know, when we were sailing and all that, you know, I won't be talking to you. I won't help you because we're in this. <laughs> And we're doing this. And I was like, aye, aye, sir, captain. Yes, yes, sir. Sir, yes, sir. You know? And and I love that thing. I love that uh, amount of concentration, focus, dedication to your, to your work, to your, um, to your craft. And, uh, and that's what I strive for um, in my craft. And I just feed off that energy. I feed off that, that, uh, a laser I have peeper eye focus. I love that. And uh, that's what I experienced today on the boat. That's maybe the most impressive thing. It's just, it's just a privilege to be a part of that and experiencing elite people perform mm. at the highest level. And um, it's, it's just a privilege to, to be able to um, be a fly on the wall um, in that, in that circumstance. Yeah. Oh, a fly hanging over the side of the boat in your oh, case. Oh, I'm so happy you mentioned that. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So the experience of being on the F-50 was uh, out of this world. I still have trouble uh, describing it because it's there's nothing similar to it. There's nothing like it. I have not tried anything that was even close, remotely close to it. Because it's so extraordinary. It's so intense. It's extremely scary. And you feel like fish out of water. There we go again. And uh, and because I'm, I'm green, I did not know what to do. All I was told was, hey, after the, the safety uh, training, obviously, where, you know, a guy tried to drown me five times and did not succeed, thank God. But... Uh, but, but, you know, being on that boat, all you're told is just follow the captain, you know, follow Nikolai. And he's running fast and he's getting out in and out of that hole in the boat like it's nothing. And it is. 
it's really something. <laughs> the first time I tried, the first time we we had we had to turn, uh, very vividly. Uh, I I was like, okay, yeah, so here we go. You know, just thrown into it, and that was a great part of the experience as well. And I I saw myself from the outside, even with all everything going on, the elements going on, and all that, and you know, fifty miles an hour or whatever it was, and. And I saw myself from the outside crawling like a little kid, <laughs> like a little infant, <laughs> trying to get to the other side. <laughs> and Nicola was already there. <laughs> and, you know, five seconds later, I finally arrived. He was like, okay, okay, all good. And then just, you know, sailed, sailed, sailed away. And uh, it took a few turns to get that thing going. And then, you know, all it takes is a, is a, another extreme turn and you forget everything and it just knocks you over. I figured I've, I've on the eighth turn or something like that. I've, I finally figured out that the boat is tipping mm -hmm. when we're turning. Yeah. So we transfer weight from here. We're all on this side and we run to this side while we're turning or after we're turning. And of course that transfers the weight to this side. So when I'm running as the last one, you know, I get all the way <laughs> here. So I, I did not realize, because everything is going so fast, I did not realize all the extra momentum that I was getting from all of a sudden running downhill. And, you know, that just made me, you know, not miss the hole, as you say. And, uh, and that, was, uh, that, was, uh, that, was, that was not pretty at all. I was uh, head first down into the water, uh, head uh, clear up to the sky, and thank God I was I was I was locked in. But uh, you know I was I was lying there, <laughs> kind of screaming, kind of uh, fearing from for my life, uh, for two seconds. And then I pulled myself up. And I was like, I I I slapped him on the shoulder and was like, hey, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then I tapped the <laughs> the helmet as I was taught by the <laughs> by the uh, is, uh, security trainer. But that's only when you're in water. So I was like, yeah, 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 guys, I'm here. I'm here. We're good. We're good. <laughs> Whatever. I panicked. But, uh, but it was quite the experience. I guess if there's any uh, machines that you want to be hanging off the side of, this is a pretty cool one. You know, it's a boat that can hit 100 kilometers an hour powered only by the wind. It's it goes two, three times, you know, um, faster than the wind. It's uh, And the what's really cool when you're on board is the sounds, right? Yeah, it's funny. It's crazy, cause you don't really hear that because you're wearing the headphones mm. and the the mic and all that, but but you can you can sense it. It's a very um it's a very audio visual experience, really really is. Uh, all of the elements uh, on top of that, uh, it's just because you're wet. You're like you're 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 getting so much water on you and and. Uh, everything is hurting a little bit because it's soft edges and and you know I fell on my butt a thousand <laughs> times doing that doing that where was that forty five minutes I was out an hour mm -hmm. or so and it was yeah it's it's just a, such a surreal experience because there's only like I was told two hundred maybe people mm -hmm. in the world that has ever tried that so like I I feel very privileged I just have to say that. Yeah, I think we worked out uh, last week that as many people have been to the moon yeah. as have driven an F-50. Are you kidding me? So the guy on the <laughs> wheel is extremely privileged. 
Um, well, okay, that's a, a huge step for mankind. But, yeah. I mean, we can, geek out, we can geek out on the F-50 all, all day, but yeah. I want to hear a bit more about you as well. Before we chat more to Alex, be sure to check out the other episodes in this series, including Alex Bellini, Italian adventurer, explorer and sustainability campaigner, as we follow his 10 Rivers, 1 Ocean campaign. Also, don't miss our interview with big wave surfer and Red Bull athlete Andrew Cotton, who reveals his fight to return from a devastating back injury sustained at the home of big wave surfing, Nazare. To watch, head to our Beneath the Surface YouTube channel, or to listen, you can head to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. In the meantime, let's rejoin our conversation with Alex following his experience on the F-50 Cell GP boat. It's very physical on the F-50. You talked about, you know, if you've never been on there before, you have to retrain your, your brain and your body a, a little bit to fight the gravity. You know, a lot of people will recognize you from Vikings. Mm -hmm. And I read that you had quite a stringent uh, fitness program for that. So tell us a bit more about the kind of the kind of fitness programs that, that you would that you would go through for something like Vikings. So for, for people who has not seen the, um, the TV show, my character, uh, Arva the Bonus, is crippled and suffers from something called brittle bone disease or osteogenesis imperfecta in Latin. And, and that made me crawl every single day at work. Or when I finally got up and got what I called essentially the Forrest Gumplex, uh, they weighed around 25 kilograms. Wow. So, so, you know, every single day at work was uh, no, not a walk in the park. And uh, um, just like being on the F-50, that's not a walk in the park either. Wow. But... I had to compensate because every single day at work was chest day, shoulders, arms. I was given leg day like a crazy. And I shouldn't actually, when I did all the physical stuff and, and was training for that. Uh, and I eventually, on, on, and, uh, after the first year or so, I, I realized, oh, I'm, I can't forget about these because these are like, that's, that's the foundation really. And then I started training the the legs, just standard stuff. But 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 a lot of the back, a lot uh, of tension uh, goes to the back. Mm -hmm. So compensate on that. So a lot of a lot of exercises, back exercises, a lot on lower back as well. Because when I was crawling, I was very, uh, um, I was sort of stretched out, and it was it was just tough on the body, tough on the wrists. Uh, I had a, a, a some someone uh, something called a matsu massage which was, you know, him throwing my left leg around and then the pain in my right hip uh, just disappeared. And I was like, wow, wow, that's amazing. But that's because every single thing in our body is attached to each other and it's like strains and this and that going across. And it was it was, it was quite, a, quite a, a, a tough experience, but every single time it's a challenge, that's when it gets fun. I know the... Uh, the, the the sailors uh, think the same way and as you know aside from physically mm. the character either the boneless yeah extremely complex character kind of you know mentally and emotionally to yeah. i guess to invest and to, to develop absolutely that character how do you even approach something like that because you know it, it must be incredibly difficult because essentially you're, you're playing kind of a psych psychopath in a, in a way yeah in a way you know, I, I had to make him a sociopath and not a psychopath because a psychopath is hard to defend. And as an actor, you should, and it's it's your job to always defend your character, always understand him, never to judge him. And um, 
you know, it's it, it being crippled in a Viking age that does not embrace your disease whatsoever uh, made him who he was. Um, and also a tough upbringing with not a lot of love and a mom that suffocated suffocated him with too much love and you know him being him being abandoned by his father and all that him being very um, extreme very uh, violent very angry that's also because he's in constant pain uh, I think we all know if if our shoulder is not in place or our knee is hurting or anything like that we're just a little bit more on edge so imagine a guy that can't walk because he's broken his legs and his bones and his legs so many times that he actually crippled himself. Uh, and and every single time he does just a little thing, he could snap, something could snap. And uh, so uh, that was very complex to, to try to figure out and portray. And most of all, I, I always saw him as a little kid, just a little kid who's probably more broken on the inside than he is on the outside. And uh, that's what I loved about him. Because every single time you, you get a, a challenging character and and someone who's not always um, just straightforward, it forces you to to think some extra um, smart thoughts about the whole thing, and uh, that elevates the whole project and your experience. Yeah, I guess when you get a you know a role like that, yeah. you have to go all in, really. Oh, there's no way other way around that. No. I have one scene where I'm literally as uh, I'm, I'm knocked off my chariot. I'm, I'm riding into battle in York, knocked off my chariot. There's a guy that's coming to kill me. So I uh, destroy his ankle with my pickaxe, destroy him, crawl to uh, the chariot, places myself, uh, rests myself on, on, on the side of it. And then there's an army of, you know, English Saxon soldiers of, you know, a hundred people showing up to me. And so it's me against them, one against a hundred. And there's nothing else you can do than go 100% ape shit on that, right? And uh, it was pouring rain and it was in October in, in Ireland where we shot the, the Vikings. And, and uh, you know, you just scream a lot of Icelandic lines and with blood in your face and hope that um, everything goes well, <laughs> you know? So that's that's how you do it. You just scream and yell and add a lot of blood and then you, you'll be fine. Great combination. Great combination, that's my favorite. You know, you were quite young when you, when you got that role, I believe. 21 years old. So 21, yeah. you know, and uh, you know, you've you've done other things you've done other movies before and after and afterwards but obviously that's the, that's something that a lot of people know you for it's become a bit it's of a cult thing. do you feel like that was kind of the you know that process thrown yourself into that and and such a complex character and such a deep mm. and heavy character was that one of the most kind of learningful experiences of, of your career that has absolutely been one of the most learnful experiences of my life it has been the most the most learnful experience of my life working on the set of Vikings mainly because hey you're working every single day for three and a half years 51 episodes and on top of that I'm working with the greatest crew in the entire world they're just like the F-50 such a brilliant engine and like the team as well they know each other communication is key focus is key when we're on top of a mountain and you know and there's a, a, it's a hurricane out there and we only have this amount of time left until sunset 
and we still need two scenes. We need to work like this and we need to be clear and we need to be uh, just focused and communicating uh, uh, perfectly. We will not get another chance. And then everyone in post-production has a massive problem and our scriptwriter has a massive problem. I got another massive problem because then I'm going to do a scene tomorrow that does not make sense because we didn't get that scene. And it's money on the line and it's people people's job on the line and this and that. So working with these amazing, amazing people, teaching me about the camera, teaching me about light, uh, it that was extraordinary. Extraordinary experience. Yeah. And uh, I will, uh, everything I learned from that, I will always use for the rest of my career. Yeah. And if you could, you know, I assume when you started, uh, when you when you got the role, mm. did you realize? Did did you know that this was the? Did you know <laughs> this was going to be big? Did you know how big it was going to be? I had kind of an idea, but that idea just uh, you know, straight away just got erased uh, because the the real life was was different. I I knew that it was already an established TV show. You know, coming in, I didn't know that my role was going to be as big as, mm. as it, it eventually became. It's just going with the flow straight away. You're just thrown into it. Just like today, mm. I was completely green. Yeah, I'd done a few things back in Denmark, but that was in Danish. You know, for me to uh, perform and act in something that's not my mother tongue, that's not easy at all. Mm. And it took me at least three or four months until I was settled just with the language, you know, understanding what people were communicating and, you know, just getting the accent down, my accent, but also the people that I was working with. All those little things that you don't know a thing about until you get there. Um, that took that took time and patience. And, you know, I was, excuse my language, uh, I was shitting bricks for the first four months. I was. And then eventually it turns into an office and it has to, because you can't be doing what I said before um, for, for three and a half years, because then you won't enjoy it. The, 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 the greatest day that I had on set was a regular day where, you know, I had my night's sleep. I knew my lines. I came in, I said, good morning to my family, my working family. And then we just shot for, you know, 10 hours straight, went home, had a great dinner, went to bed. That was the greatest day. And I had a lot of those. What What do you think you would say now to your 21-year-old self if you, oh, if you could go back in time? Oh, that's a good question. Um, just roll with the punches. And, um, and uh, you're stronger than you think. That's one. That's one. Be better to uh, compliment yourself as well. When you do good stuff, tell yourself you did good stuff, and um, and also it's okay to be a you know a, per a perfectionistic. That's okay, because that that makes you strive for greatness, and I, I I like that too. But don't be too hard on yourself. And when the going when the going gets tough, um, believe that you're stronger than you think you are. That's it. And what are you striving for now? I know that you've you've just uh, you've got a movie coming out quite soon. I yeah, believe. yeah, yeah. Tell Second, us a bit about Second that. Second World War um, drama about a a, a a a Danish school, 
a girls' school that uh, tragically got bombed um, uh, during Second World War, 1945. Uh, it was a complete mistake. It was the British bombers that was uh, that that caught the smoke of a of a of a plane that actually crashed, um, and they thought the second wave and the third wave of the British bomber uh, bombing fly, uh, planes saw the smoke and was like, okay, that's our target. And then they completely annihilated a uh, girl's school. And uh, so that's that's the uh, very uh, important event to remember in history, uh, in Danish uh, Second World War history. So that's essentially what this very tragic but dramatic uh, movie is about. And I play one of the, one of the leads in that. Uh, that's coming out, really excited to see that. Uh, I'm writing my own TV show right now. I'm doing stuff like this, which is a privilege. Like I never imagined I was going to do stuff like this. I mean, that's a massive win-win. Who like just <laughs> we talked about before? There's less than 200 people, wherever you know, place their feet in at 50, and now I'm one of those people. That's extraordinary, really, really extraordinary. That's uh, it's a massive privilege. Well, it sounds like you're very busy. So yeah, if the sailing career doesn't work out, you've got a, you've, <laughs> you've got a backup plan at least, right? You, I think you you might have a shot at the acting thing, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully. Okay. Because that sailing stuff, um, I need a little practice. I, I'd say, I think I did okay. Oh, I have to remember to compliment myself. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, and no, I think I did okay. Uh, but I mean, it it took me by surprise. That stuff was not easy. It's really really hard, and it's extremely physical. I was surprised by how physical it was. Uh, uh, it's really not a walk in the park. You c climb, jump, throw yourself around in that boat, and the G-force when you turn, uh, I never felt anything like it, really. It's such a unique experience, such a unique sport as well. And it has all of the elements, right? It's like, it's strategic, it's physical, it's a lot about teamwork, uh, concentration, focus, communicating, all, all that stuff. It has all of the elements, uh, uh, and great engineering, uh, lovely machines. We like machines. <laughs> like, come on, it's brilliant. Natural, natural resources that it depends on. It's it, it checks off a lot on that list. I have to say, it's really. I I became a new massive fan after today. Well, you've sold it to me. So uh, I'll definitely be watching now. Um, <laughs> Good stuff. I'm happy. <laughs> but uh, no, thanks for your time, Alex. We really appreciate you coming down, My going pleasure. on the boat, spending time with us, and also sitting down to uh, tell My us a pleasure, bit more Jonathan. about everything you've been doing. It was an amazing experience. My pleasure. And if you want to see Alex hanging over the side <laughs> of the boat, you can, also, you can always check out the Denmark CLGP team channels at CLGP Den on Instagram. Uh, Alex, if you want to... <laughs> Just let everyone know where they can see your your Instagram channel. Oh yeah, it's just uh, 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 Alex uh, Ho Anderson, and uh, yeah, uh, go to the sale GP because you you don't want to miss me hanging on that boat. I guess you'll be posting the cool the cool photos rather than yeah the, uh, yeah absolutely oh yeah. yeah I got I got an image to to uphold here uh, uphold here yeah <laughs> okay nice well thank you again oh, my pleasure appreciate it.